0: so what we watch anime so what we play leak we're just having fun we don't care who sees so what we stay in it don't bother me living young pale Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast episode 110 for July 2nd, 2017. My name is Nathan Reaton spruth and joining me this week we have Andrew Aroa McFain.
1: I just woke up.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we're we starting about 40 minutes late because Aroa decided that he wanted to not be awake. At
2: so, four
1: in the afternoon.
0: <laughs> at four in the afternoon. One time I had... One time I had a uh uh what what did I oh it was a vacation. I had I had taken a week off of, of work and I went to bed at about the same time you did, like like five thirty six AM and I woke up and I was like, man, it's sunny outside. It's gotta be like noon, maybe maybe one or and then I looked at my phone and I'm like, or four thirty. That's that's another time it could be, so yeah i I've had the same thing happen anyway. what games have you played this week?
1: Um, well, played more of that uh you know the Friday the thirteenth,
0: yeah, yeah, I saw that,
1: yep yeah, um did you you didn't you didn't participate. I invited you eventually.
0: Eventually, after I went into the <laughs> chat, I was, what was I doing? I was doing something else. Oh, I was setting up my RetroPie.
1: Ah, uh, right. Um, I played a little bit of the Lawbreakers beta, and that seems somewhat fun. Um, it's funny that people think that, uh, like, what was what was a game that the borderlands guys came out with that i can't think of the name of right now duke no uh, no 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 the one that everybody said was competing
0: oh with, um uh, not paladins fuck uh, it's right at the tip of my tongue i can't it, i know what you're talking about it's like it's g yeah. something i think uh I, okay. I i don't know
1: i i forget but but i know what yeah, you're talking everybody about. said it's everybody said it's competing with overwatch and you want to talk about a game that's competing with Overwatch, it's Lawbreakers. Uh, very, know, very obviously.
0: So, so the thing about
1: Lawbreakers, because I played
0: the beta a little bit, the thing about Lawbreakers with me is it's really, really fast, and Overwatch yeah. isn't as fast.
1: Yeah, I, I will say that. Like, it's it's competing with Overwatch, but it definitely has its own style.
0: Yeah. And... It- the the quickness of it reminds me of quake
1: yeah i mean it's 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 not quite that fast but it's definitely like like it it puts me more in the mind of like cod 4 um on on shipment kind of thing where the the map is just small enough uh almost almost actually feels like it's like the moments in titanfall whenever you're fighting against one or two other pilots it's like that but constantly like it 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 feels really good uh, i think the pace of the combat and the emphasis on maneuverability and each character having their own method of moving around the the arena it, it it's a pretty pretty solid idea whether or not it's going to get the player base that it needs will be left to to see that that's always but the problem yeah like it's it's going to come down to can they draw in enough of the Overwatch crowd i think because it's it's definitely its closest competitor just because it is a class based shooter
0: right i i i will say i like the the speed in Overwatch a lot more than the the twitchy reflex you needed that you need in like a Quaker or, or a Lawbreakers thing. So that's just me though.
1: And, and yeah, I'm on the other side where I, I do prefer. Like I really liked uh, what little I played of the beta, where I was I was playing as like a like a shotgun tank guy that could run in, and as long as you can aim well, you know, you could take out like three guys before you died. Right. That was that was pretty tight. Like
0: that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, uh have you played anything else?
1: Uh I've also been playing Black Desert online uh every once in a while. And that is it's very MMO y, but the combat is engaging and it has this whole like uh improvement system where basically you can invest in pieces of the world and like buy you, know, you can buy houses and stuff in other games uh like Archage uh yeah. which I also need to play at some point but It's not very good uh, don't play it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm
0: I'm 100% serious. They it started out to the point where it was it was theoretically i i looked at it i thought there were really cool things because you could like build your house and you can get the materials yeah. to build a ship and do all of this really cool stuff in the game and they ruined
1: it <laughs>
0: they ruined it by making it pay to win
1: uh, okay it, so, you see that's that's where bdo definitely kind of comes through in my mind is that um there is really no way to pay to win, almost uh, well, pretty much everything is cosmetic that you can pay for. I think the only non cosmetic thing is is mounts, and those still might just be cosmetic. I don't know if they have different stats or not. Right. But everything else is clothes or furniture or what have you. And everything that you can buy with real money, you can also buy on the marketplace, a la WoW or um, Eve, where Like if there was there's no subscription fee, you just pay 10 bucks up front. But like in WoW and EVE, like you can buy, you know, your subscription fee with in-game gold if you grind up enough currency. Right. And it's the same kind of idea that, you know, it's like 45 million silver on the marketplace for this outfit set. Or you can pay like 10 real dollars. So it's, it's, you know, whether you want to spend time or money. I think that's really cool. But yeah, the, the whole investment system where like you're creating trade routes in the real world and like you have actual workers that you can see like walking in between towns carrying your goods back and forth that make money for you even when you're not playing. Like it, it ties in the the like city builder casual game shit with this MMO type thing where you're, you're out in the world doing your own thing and then in the meantime all this other stuff's happening in the background. It's really cool and if you're into like PvP stuff, there are fucking guild wars going on constantly and if you're, it, you can like fight over territory in the real world so like if you're if your guild controls a node then you get benefits from that like the, your your production yields will will go up because your guild owns this node. Like it, it, it's pretty fucking cool. I think
0: that's pretty neat. Isn't that on sale right now on Steam for like eight bucks?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's twenty percent off. But whenever the game's only ten dollars anyway, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. That deal, I thought
0: it was more expensive.
1: Uh, apparently not. Huh. I, mean, I thought I, it was I like thirty.
0: I thought it was like thirty dollars when it came out 'cause I I was paying attention to that, and then there was another one that I can't uh,
1: there, quite remember. There's a traveler's package. You know, it's it's the typical like MMO buy in Found, package. Founders stuff.
0: edition or something like that.
1: Yeah. And that's that's like thirty bucks. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's outside of that. Like it it's uh yeah, I, I think it's definitely worth checking out if you like MMOs, or you just want an MMO that isn't explicitly MMOE. And I think it does a pretty good job in terms of the combat, at least, of not feeling like an MMO. That's good.
0: And afterwards, we're gonna be playing Clandestine after the podcast.
1: How have you decided on Clandestine?
0: Yeah, let's try that for now, because you don't have a, a Vive. That's for, true. For, for... Keep talking and nobody nobody explodes. So yeah, you, know, you can't
1: play that without a vibe, right? I
0: know, I know, but then it would be difficult. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be difficult for us to, uh, uh, you know, do it without one of us having a vibe. But I think it would be better if we both had vibes to do it. I don't know, because then you can um, experience it
1: fully. Let me see if it's it's on PS4 as well. Oh, see if it's cross-platform. They're they're heavy. Uh,
0: It's not not on sale. Oh, lame. While you do that, though, we will talk about what games I have played. And I'm trying to think. Trying to think of what games I have played. Um, I played not very many this week. I just got done playing some Crash Bandicoot because I got it for free from uh, Activision. So that was nice. That was nice of them. And And I got a room to
1: give it to all Sony employees.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not even a Sony employee, so I'm a contractor. So, but they still give it to me. So, uh, so they gave it to everyone that works at Sony and I got it in a neat little jewel case. The only thing that I'm upset about with that little jewel case and they have it on, like if you, if you go to destructoid, you can see the, the case, everyone got the same thing and it looks awesome. But it doesn't come with a disc. It just comes with a cardboard cutout with a code printed on it. And I would have loved if they actually had a disc that you could put in. And I don't know. Nostalgia. Then I played some other games, you know, for for older consoles. I set up my RetroPie, finally. I got, um, I have a uh, 8-bit Do controller now. Uh, it's one of the higher end ones, so it has, like, the joysticks and, you know, the shoulder buttons and everything. So, I decided to hook up my 8-bit Do to my RetroPie, and now I have Bluetooth with all of my older games, which is cool, that I legally own. Only put games that you legally own onto the RetroPie. Right, Aroa?
1: I have a Wii with every SNES and NES game ever released on it.
0: And that you legally own, right?
1: Yeah, I legally own every released and unreleased SNES and NES game. Yeah, see? It's uh, in my warehouse that I keep in my backyard.
0: <laughs> also known as his shed. Um, So, let's move on to some stories, because we have quite a... Actually, I cut some stories this week. So... We we had more stuff to talk about. Let's start with the biggest one, I guess. A, l- a lot of people are talking about it. I wouldn't call it the biggest story this week, but the mini SNES classic is launching in September for eighty dollars.
1: Oh boy, it's almost like everybody expected that.
0: Every I thought it was going to be cheaper. I thought it was going to stay sixty, but eighty bucks. It makes sense. But you know one of the funny things is it doesn't come with a power adapter. Huh? Yeah, so it hooks up via micro USB, but it doesn't come with a power adapter. So you have to use your own micro USB cable to power it. So it costs
1: $80? And they can't include a fucking $5 USB cable? Not even
0: $5. They, they would buy it wholesale, so they'd get it for, like, 50 cents. I, fucking. Yeah. But anyway, it, it's coming with less games. That's another thing that, that kind of threw me off, is it's coming with less games than the NES Classic, which I would imagine, I would say, and I think I said it on another podcast, that you need to include the same amount of games
1: or more.
0: You can't especially
1: give... if you're gonna charge twenty dollars more.
0: Yeah, you can't inc- you can't give people less value for their money, but apparently you can because you're Nintendo. Although a lot of people are are looking at these games and saying, "Oh my god, these games are are the bee's knees. They're the best games that could could have been included." Which, eh, I mean, so, yeah, the games are good, but they they could have included more that. I would I would have liked like they like if they would have released um, Final Fantasy V on it, that would have been nice to include that or Final Fantasy Four. But the games that they have are pretty good. We got Contra Three, we have Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, Course, Final Fantasy Three, also known as Final Fantasy Six, F Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course. Uh, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox 1 and 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting, Super Castlevania 4, Super Goals and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, Super Mario World. So here's another thing. So they're, they're including Super Mario World, but why did they not include Super Mario All-Stars?
1: That's actually what I was going to say is, yeah, I mean, if they were already going to do, like, Super Mario World, like, just do Super Mario All-Stars, because you get some extra games for free with that, and, you know, they're they're old Mario games that are souped up.
0: Yeah, you have Super, I think it's what, Super Mario 1, 2, and 3 in the Lost Levels, plus you can do Super, because there was one that was Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World. So that would have been five games. Anyway, they yeah. should, that's what they should have done. That's what they should have included: um, Super Metroid, Super Punch Out, and Yoshi's Island. So,
1: are there? I any... think it's. Um, I think it's significant that um, Super Mario RPG is being is being put on here.
0: Yeah, it yeah, is... I think that's good. Super Mario RPG. Star Fox Two is another because Star Fox Two was never released.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested in that. I want to know if they finished Super Mar- uh, or, or Super Mario Two, Star Fox Two, uh, or it was if all, they're just so like it's already finished. Well, it, it's a it,
0: it was unreleased, have, but it was finished. have you
1: played it? Yeah, yeah, have I played you, it. You, you played the leaked ROM? Yeah. You really, really think that Andros was supposed to be a big cube?
0: Oh, no, no. Well, I beat it. I beat it. Um, and yeah. they they have a finalized version on the web. I, oh, I, I, I've only played the. Like somebody. So here's the deal somebody finished it.
1: Uh, like some hackers. I only played the beta.
0: Yeah, so the hackers went out there, I believe, and finished it entirely. And. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo used that ROM. Because with the NES, when they put, I forget if it was on the Wii or the Wii U, but when they put Super Mario Brothers on one of the virtual consoles, somebody took that ROM and looked at it and they found a header that wouldn't have been there had Nintendo have actually ripped the ROM itself. And so they could see that the header was made by somebody else who which was on the ROMs that you could get off the internet.
1: That's amazing.
0: and so they so Nintendo stole the ROM and then put it on the virtual console and sold it for money, <laughs> which I mean legally is their right. They own the game. yeah, but it's just I would not be surprised if somebody did a little bit of digging into Star Fox 2 and found out that it was actually the ROM that's been
1: floating around on the internet. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. That's like when Rockstar released uh, one of the GTA games and they used a crack that was freely available online to release it on Steam because they couldn't get rid of the DRM.
0: You know, they did that um, on... Ghost Recon or something like like Ubisoft did it and (laughs) so what they did is they released the game and it was before Steam was available so they released it with the direct to whatever uh, direct to drive yeah direct to drive (laughs) and for so what they had done is they made a patch that said you know, basically than the normal, if you don't have the CD in the game or in the tray, then it won't play the game. And they forgot about direct to drive. So they broke all the direct to drive buyers. And so to fix, cause they couldn't break their DRM. They couldn't fix it. And so what they did was they went and downloaded the crack and put that in the official patch. <laughs> and they didn't even change like, the names of the people who created the patch. <laughs> that's the good thing. So, <laughs> yeah. So, companies, uh, they steal stuff from online a lot more than you would think. Like, I would think that they would want to never do that. But, apparently, they do it all the time.
1: So, I mean, if somebody else is willing to do your work better than you for free, that's why true. not? That's
0: true, yeah. So, are there any games that you wish were included in this? Other than Super Um, Mario All-Stars plus
1: Plus World. I mean, realistically, no. Because, like, I only own, like, eight games, maybe, on SNES. I really didn't play that much SNES. Um, But, like... (laughs) If if I if I could pick one from my personal collection, I would have liked Caesar's Palace. Really? Yes. What?
0: Do... Anyway, I think that they should have included not Caesar's Palace, but <laughs> uh, obviously more Final Fantasy games because Final Fantasy is awesome. Uh, Chrono Trigger. How? Um, how... How do you make yeah. a Super Nintendo Mini, a, a emulator thing that hooks up to your TV and not include what is considered, if not but the best, but close like second or third at the lowest RPG on the Super Nintendo? How do you not include that?
1: That is,
0: yeah. I've never even played Chrono Trigger, and I I still think that they are insanely stupid for not including Chrono Trigger onto this SNES Mini. Of course, as you know, there's going to be a point where they go and... um,
1: Yeah, somebody's going to hack the Raspberry Pi inside of here.
0: Yeah, somebody's going to hack the little chip, and you can put in, like... 50 more games and include whatever you want but and because um, that happened how long did it take them to do that with the nes classic days like, if that yeah like m- maybe a week and um, i don't know it just is... was it a tales of tales of yeah i think there was, was a tales,
1: tales game is... tales of symphonia was... D- different it wasn't Tales of Symphonia, but there was a—I think it was a Tales game on SNES that would have been pretty cool. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, obviously, you need the Power Ranger games on there.
1: No, no,
0: those those are pretty terrible. Uh, but I mean, this list is good. But why not include Chrono Trigger? That's that's I think the biggest glaring omission that I see. Is Chrono Trigger and maybe like Final Fantasy V.
1: Tales of Fantasia. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: Because I believe. I don't know if
1: that. I don't think that ever came out in the US, but there's a US. Uh, ROM. US translation of it. Yeah. It came out in North America on iOS. Oh. So could have just taken that.
0: Yeah. It looks like it could... came out
1: on Game Boy Advance at some point, too. Like.
0: I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. yeah. Though I, well, Game Boy Advanced, I can get. I was thinking Game Boy Color, <laughs> I was like, "Eh." but Game Boy no. Advanced, I could see, um, I can see it. Running I, I'm sure down. that
1: the the GBA re release was basically just the SNES ROM ported over. Yeah, because GBA was basically an SNES with some souped up specs.
0: Kind except for the screen was shit.
1: <laughs> well snes didn't have a screen
0: i know i know but like what i mean is like the resolution wasn't very good on the uh the the advanced screen so things didn't look quite as good as they would on even a crt tv in my opinion but let's let's get let's move on from this story and we're gonna talk about the Petya ransomware have you have you read about this heard about this I know of it, yeah. So I did a little bit of research. Thankfully, um, where I work, nothing was hit with it because we're not idiots and we keep things up to date. So there's a there's a a vulnerability that happened f- that they patched like six months ago. So Windows through Windows updates, they have already patched this vulnerability. But a lot of places, including hospitals and schools, won't update right away. They have no uh, remediation tactic. And so what they'll do is, you know, every once in a while they'll they'll allow Windows updates to roll on the computers and be like, Hey, we're going to take down the computers for the night, so don't try to log in or anything. And they'll, you know, do a, a sweeping updates through the, the hospital or whatever. But... A lot of places just don't update because they want to make sure that they have compatibility with all of the systems that they have. So if they update, it might break one of their systems and then they have to figure out what went wrong and and try to fix it. So these Petya people have decided to introduce ransomware on these vulnerable systems and what it does is it encrypts your all your files, like most ransomware, and then starts up, like reboots your computer, does a black screen that shows text and says, you know, email this thing or this email address with this code, and we'll put this code into a uh, our own little algorithm, and we'll be able to give you a code to uh, to fix it. And of course it costs, you know, three hundred dollars you have to give to these people. Well, that email was taken down by the email company that they were going through. So even if you give them your money or you or you get the money in Bitcoin and try to transfer it over, you can't do it because they can't access the email. Yep. And uh it's theorized and most likely the case that these people, because if, if you're doing this, you're going to have a, a secure email address, right? Like if you're doing this, you're going to make sure that you're in like some Tor email address that's not going to get taken down. But apparently uh, they, they use this open email system that was easily taken down by the company. And so it's theorized that they never even wanted to. To give people their files back, they just wanted to create as much havoc as possible. So, what are your thoughts on on this ransomware?
1: So, first, I'd like to explain what it what it actually is doing. So, the way that it operates is it uh, whenever whenever it's uh, restarting your computer it uh, runs a fake scan disk operation.
0: Oh, and the scan and disk will then encrypt your files.
1: The, the scan disk is actively encrypting your files as it goes through. Mm-hmm. And so in the process of that, um, the way that it does the fake scan disk on restart is it overwrites the boot sector of your hard drive. Right. Uh, whenever Whenever it runs. So then after it does the scan disk thing, uh, your files are are gone at that point of course. Then you uh, then you get booted into that malicious you know screen with the with it, it, and it shows a big flashing uh, skull and crossbones <laughs> and it's it's great like uh, but yeah, I just think it's it's interesting that if you don't restart your computer after you get infected, you can get all your files off there and you'll be fine. And right. if you interrupt the scan disk operation, you'll be fine you know for all the files that don't get encrypted. Right. So
0: I wonder if there's uh I would imagine that Kaspersky, McAfee, all of them are working diligently to just have this petya like be on their guard so that if they see it, you know, if if it comes in, that um, Kaspersky will be like, yeah, let's not download that file. I would imagine that's that that's one of their main oh, things yeah. they're working on right now.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, like, uh, there was there are a couple of uh, there was like a kill switch that was found that if you have some file uh, in in the root of your C drive, uh, it just doesn't run. I'm yeah. assuming it's whatever it's whatever actually does the. The operation, but it just checks that the name is the same. So, yeah. if you just drop a dummy file in your C drive with that name, and you do happen to get infected, you'll be okay. But, uh, and, and like you reason, were saying... And the
0: reason for that is because I'm presuming the hackers didn't want their own systems to be able to get compromised?
1: I'm sure it was it was partially that, and it, it, it might have also just been a matter of like, they, they didn't want to program like what to do if it overrode its own thing or something like that yeah because it might have like tried to re-encrypt or or something like that i don't know in any case like i don't get why they have those uh those kill switches in ransomware other than for like if a government finds them and the government's like kill it and then they go okay
0: I I, I, I would imagine it would be something where they didn't want their own computers to be able to be compromised I would would just I would guess that would be why because obviously it's hard to hack people's shit when your
1: own computer's messed up my thinking would be that you would you would test it in an isolated environment but I guess I guess you'd want something something like that yeah uh But yeah, I, I mean it's it's dead in the water now. It can't transmit itself anymore at this no. point. It, and the it's assumed by a few places, including the Ukrainian government, this wasn't even meant to be a real ransomware thing. It was really it was a targeted attack to try to take down major infrastructures within various countries. Yeah, uh, and and a hospital. And it, well, yeah, and that would be a pretty big deal. Nah, like uh, um, healthcare isn't
0: isn't a big thing, okay?
1: In, in America, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, because America <laughs> doesn't care about healthcare.
0: No, no,
1: we don't. Okay,
0: so I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit into politics just for a second since you brought that up because I think it's funny. Somebody today tweeted me and told me that, and I I'm gonna actually just go to the tweet and read it because it's the dumbest piece of shit I've ever read. <laughs> Dumbest piece of shit. It says the expense, the expansive powers of the HMO needs to be severely curtailed. Government involvement guarantees greater inefficiency and higher costs. How was that? Uh, oh. And my my reply was okay. So so let's back up here. Tell me why other countries which have socialized health care are better. And less expensive. Like, that's just stupid.
1: Anyway. uh... I mean, it's, it's not like it's been shown that the reason healthcare is so expensive is because of the way that the insurance system is structured, where insurance intentionally forces hospitals to charge less for services. So hospitals initially overcharge so they can get the amount of money that they feel that they deserve in the first place. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's not like the entire healthcare system's completely fucked because of private insurance companies or anything.
0: Yeah, private insurance companies and uh, you know privatized hospitals because yeah. that you know all they're focused on is money. But anyway, um, that's gonna give us a good thing to transfer into Halo. I don't. I don't know why uh, it is though. So Halo, there's a there's a PC fan project. Uh, what what was the name of it? I forget. Installation, Installation 01. Yeah, Installation 01, it's a fan-made game that brings multiplayer Halo experience to PC platforms. Uh, the game brings the best elements from Halo games from yeah, from Halo games to the experience. That's a that's a good sentence. So this PC game, it, we wouldn't really be talking about it cuz usually these games get shut down immediately like anything that is made with Nintendo stuff, so like Metroid if somebody's making a fan-made made Metroid game, yeah, it's it's pretty much bound to be shut down instantly. However, Microsoft has actually had uh, a talk with these people making Installation 01, and they've spoken with 343 Industries. I think that's what the name is. And uh, they give them the go-ahead. They said, as long as you're not going to make any money off this, you're cool to make it. So that's pretty neat. I like that. How about you, Aroa?
1: Um I think it's I think it's cool. I mean it's it's remarkable in a way that the reason it's that this is being allowed is because Microsoft bothered to have guidelines for using the content in its games and they're just following those rules like uh, companies like uh, like Bethesda are kind of renowned for for being like, yeah, you can mod our shit. And like Sega, it was either earlier this year or like later last year. They just kind of it was both officially and unofficially, in a way, um, said, yeah, go ahead and do your thing in terms of like fan games and shit. Right. Well, which like before this... like, um.
0: Going to Sega Shining Star, I believe was a Shining Force. Shining Force. Anything, yeah, anything that was posted on YouTube that had Shining Force in it would get instantly taken down by Sega. There for a while because they—I don't know if they were like planning on releasing like a re-release of it or something—but they did not want anything. Okay, and they did not want anything to do with Shining Force on online. And so they were taking it down immediately. So the fact that they switched their uh, their perception on that, it's pretty cool.
1: I, I think it's, it's because of the... One, a change in the times, because the Shining Force thing was a while ago. Right. Um, but I think it's also that the Sonic fan base is a very different beast. Um, you couldn't possibly oppress the Sonic fan base one at all. Like, even if you said stop making Sonic fan content, the Sonic fan base would just explode and, and make even more shit than before. And there'd be nothing that Sega could do about it. The maybe Sega realized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like that's also the, the, Sonic fan base is probably the only reason that Sonic is even still around. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, like the fact that there are these groups of man children who are willing to buy at full price games made for 12 year olds, probably one of the primary reasons that Sonic is still a viable franchise. And I say this being a Sonic fan. Like, I am super hyped for both Sonic Mania and uh, Sonic Forces, <laughs> but I will freely admit. As will many other people in the Sonic fan group that I'm a part of,
0: that, nerds,
1: like, yeah, that, that we are all fucking dorks who like <laughs> a franchise for children. <laughs>
0: hey, and, I, I played I played all the Sonic games last. Well, I played one, two, and three last week. So,
1: you know, yeah, it's, I, I it's like just it too. Like, yeah, and it's just like you can't, you don't want to be caustic towards your fan base like that. Because otherwise you're gonna be Nintendo, where I don't know how people can call themselves fans of Nintendo whenever Nintendo very obviously hates its fans.
0: I'm a fan of Nintendo. How about you?
1: I I like their games, but the company, the oh. Japanese side of the company, can go fuck themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I'm a fan of of their games because most
1: of their games are pretty good. So yeah, but they're. They just do not actually care about their fans. The the American side does. But the Japanese side just doesn't understand how anything works at all. And I right. hate them.
0: Right. And and to be fair to Nintendo on the on the US side, um Fils-A-Mé, uh Reggie Fizeme, I actually really like him. He he seems to have a good sense of humor about the you know his his kind of persona that he puts out and and uh i like the fact that like he's willing to sit down yeah with with more famous people but like uh he did a couple things with uh the completionist like he did a couple videos with the completionist he he did another video with uh matpat like he's willing to put himself out there and and kind of be part of the community and not just like this corporate dude that sits behind a desk
1: and so. uh, big ceo type people do happen to do that more in gaming right than, than elsewhere, like we see that with uh the head of xbox and and whatnot with. Like doing public appearances and and everything, and like talking to press directly, right? Instead of being like the way that the the president of Nintendo Japan does it, where he's just kind of an entity. Now, the old president, uh, that I can't remember Iwata. the name of anymore, Iwata. Iwata, he was a very different kind of thing. But yeah. most of the time, in any other industry, we just see. The current Nintendo president style of just kind of being an entity that sits back there and makes decisions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I disagreed with the route that they went with like the Wii U and stuff, just because they should have made it like the Wii Two, and that would have been way better. Because that because yeah. the Wii U just sounded like an add on. But um, Satoru Iwata, you could tell, actually cared about the games that were put out, and and and, and that's another thing about about japanese nintendo is that there are some good things like the higher-ups uh shigeru miyamoto uh iwata and another higher up at nintendo when nintendo was not doing so well they they have they took half their salary that way then they didn't have to lay anyone off yeah like like they like they at least like they might not see eye to eye with the gamers but they definitely treat their staff well and that's that's one good thing and that's a japanese thing is that it's a very japanese thing is that you treat your employees well and they'll treat you well uh yeah you know which is definitely not an american thing and i can tell you um working working where i work the if you're a full-time employer they they definitely try to treat you well and uh
1: i i can say that about my company too yeah um it seems like more and more tech centric companies are kind of understanding the silicon valley approach of of treating your employees right and then getting more out of that
0: yeah because if if you have happy employees they're gonna not dread coming to work
1: so exactly uh
0: let's let's move on to the next story uh, we'll talk about money. <laughs> hey, hey, we're actually transitioning from one thing that we're talking about to another thing that's kind of relevant. American companies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Google has been t- fined 2.42 billion euros for promoting own shopping results. So I did the math, and by I did the math, I put it into Google. 2.42 billion ends up being 2.77 billion US dollars. Mm. So that's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. And so basically what would happen is there's well, I guess it's
1: Frugal, is that what it's called? Frugal Beta. The, okay. Yeah, that was the original the original Google shopping system was called Frugal. And then they turned it into Google Product Search, and now it's Google Shopping.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I, r- so, I remember frugal. Yeah, I never used it. So, uh, it went frugal, then it went Google Product Search, and then Google Shopping, and... It's basically saying the the in the article it says the European Commission explains that dominant market companies have a special responsibility not to abuse their powerful market position by restricting competition exceeding over approximately ninety percent market share across e e a countries Google has been dominant in search since two thousand eight and has been found uh with the uh and has been found with regard to the abuse of the dominance it started in 2008 in UK and Germany. And rolled out a similar program of self-serving promotion in France in October 2010, Italy and the Netherlands include, and Spain in May 2011. The Czech Republic in February 2013, Austria, Belgium, Denmark, Norway, Poland and Sweden in November 2013. Uh, so, basically, what that's saying is that Google's number one, and so... Google
1: number one.
0: Google number one. So, when you think, okay, I'm gonna go do a search, Do you, what do you think of? You're not gonna think of, I'm gonna go do Yahoo search. I'm gonna go, because Yahoo search is balls. Don't ever use Yahoo search. It is <laughs> fucking terrible. Um... Bing. Okay, I'm going to go use Bing, which they're fine. They use Google al- algorithms. Rat porn? Um, <laughs> uh, or or you, do you think Google? I'm going to Google that. That's that's It's become a, a verb where it says, I'm going to search for it. It's, I'm going to Google. And so what they're saying is that because of their dominance, when you think I'm going to go look for something, you use Google. And since Google is number one, when you went to look for something to shop for, they would put their products at the top, or products that would make them money. And so, yeah, they're being fined a lot of money because of this. Now, 2.42 billion euros is probably not a lot of money to Google,
1: yeah, I think it says at the bottom alphabet has about 172 billion dollars in assets right now. But still so, like that's it's still, still a hefty chunk of change any company would be unwilling to just give up a couple billion for nothing. And apparently the uh the fine will go up over time.
0: It, oh, it'll uh, go if they, up if they don't pay it.
1: It well if they if they continue to not comply with uh, with the laws. That oh, so that so
0: they're... so if they keep promoting their own things, then then they will yeah. be be fined more. Oh, so they've got to change uh, this quick.
1: Yeah, non-compliance may give rise to a daily additional penalty of up to five percent of the average daily worldwide turnover.
0: Holy crap! Yeah, I wish I could get five percent of the daily turnover of Alphabet. <laughs> I would just, I would just want that one day, just one day of getting five percent <laughs> of what they earn, and I would be set for life.
1: Yeah, I was say, you'd, you'd never have to do anything ever <laughs> again. Yeah. at that point.
0: So. I'm surprised, so they, they must do this in the United States, too.
1: Oh, they do, but the United States is much more lax about their antitrust laws. That's why, because what I was going to say is this actually has a very, very heavy parallel with uh, the lawsuit that Microsoft got into back in the late 90s that didn't get settled until the early 2000s, uh, where they also were, with the European Union.
0: Where they were bundling office with... With Windows, right?
1: No, it was Internet Explorer.
0: Oh, what's it? In? Okay, okay. So, because uh, I remember was, in the I remember in the 90s, actually, Microsoft got in trouble with Office as well in the um, United States. There was
1: it, it was a thing with uh, Internet Explorer. Basically, the, the European Union was saying that since they were bundling Internet Explorer with Windows. Uh, and not telling people that there were other browsers available for them to use, that they were violating antitrust laws because they were dominating the the internet browser market using their uh, their proprietary you know, software. Well, it, they, they were using their position as the most popular operating system in the world to push their internet browser. Right,
0: and they and they were also they're also doing that in the '90s with Office as well because uh you they were making it so that it was bundled, like you could buy a windows and it would come with microsoft office and mm. so uh and that actually was in the United States. they went to court and uh you know Bill Gates had to testify and stuff and and the courts eventually ruled that it was illegal for them to bundle office with Windows because it was you know basically same thing they there were no competing office product company was going to be able to get any market share like that and so they <laughs> were creating a monopoly and so they had to stop bundling like windows 98 with with uh with microsoft office and so that's why you can't buy them together anymore so huh. yeah yeah these big companies and like that with windows i could kind of see them thinking oh yeah well, we'll just bundle them together it'll make it more convenient cuz a lot of people will buy windows and they'll buy office so might as well just make a bundle right like i could see their thinking being like oh you know it'll be easier for the consumer and we'll give them a bit of a discount and not even not even crossing their mind that it might be creating monopoly i could see that happening with Google in this mm-hmm. case there's like no question about it that they are they're doing it purposely to make money yeah like like they're doing it purposely to be like yeah we're uh we're just going to go here and and make our own products the number one search result
1: but what i don't understand though and i mean being being a very big anti-capitalist, even, I'm, I'm still saying that I don't get why they're still violating the law whenever they have that little thing that says these results are sponsored in in the top right. Now, maybe if it's that, as they show, they're saying that rival comparison shopping services are lower in results below like even the top few results, because it, like it's showing this uh, these these shopping results in this image show like a uh, Blu Blu-ray players, and then they have reviews for Blu-ray players, uh, or a, a review for the Blu-ray player that as the top result, and then underneath of that they have other places to buy, but even oh, but Argos is a sponsored result. Okay, I see what they're saying now. Okay, what, so what like, are they even, saying? Even in the results below the sponsored results, the ones that Google has partnered with are are showing up higher than competing shopping services.
0: So they're not they're not showing the best or most relevant search. They're they're showing the searches that are gonna make them money.
1: That is that is what Google will have to prove that they're not doing basically that yeah but yeah that seems to be what is going on is that the EU is is saying that even even below the sponsored results there are results from other there are results from the same companies showing up higher in the in the search results than from competing companies
0: yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense so yeah uh I still use Google. I I still like Google even though they're an awful company.
1: Like, I have everything set to use DuckDuckGo now.
0: That yeah, DuckDuckGo is not a bad a bad search browser. It
1: definitely is nowhere near as good as Google. That's the I problem found that very quickly. That, but that's, for that's, the most part it does the job.
0: That's the main problem is is I will search for something on another search site like on accident um like Firefox default is Yahoo now, and so I'll do a search at work on Firefox and i I never use Firefox at work, so I'm like, D-d-d-d-d. the fuck
1: I'm like, why am yeah. I
0: looking at Yahoo search results and nothing is relevant to what I want uh and Google is just it's the best it it's the it best search search provider, so it's hard to break away from that and and i still use like a google pixel because i'm stupid and bought it from my dumb friend who's overcharging me for it um (laughs) and uh you know i still use google chrome as my main web browser so even though it eats up ram like uh ricky eats tacos so you know i still like google quite a bit But I I do admit that they are a corporation. And corporations will try to take every advantage that they can to make money. And to... If they could sell your grandma and make 10 cents, they'd probably do it.
1: Yeah, especially Google.
0: Yeah. So, fuck me. We have to talk about this last story. Um... People are fucking idiots, Aroa. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. are. So we usually like we're gonna cover this with the same amount of sensitivity we normally cover stories with here at and <laughs> Entertainment. So if you're if you're sensitive at all, you may want to just stop right here. Also rate, comment, and subscribe. So um there were some YouTube pranksters. It's what they, they, they do stupid, they're uh, people, they're jackass. They're, they, they try to call themselves pranksters, but they're, they're like people trying to be like the guys off jackass, okay? And so they'll do stupid shit to try to get views on YouTube. And so this guy, what was, Do they release their names?
1: Uh, Pedro Ruiz Third.
0: Yeah, Pedro, um, he had an idea. His idea was, I'm gonna get my girlfriend. So I'm gonna have this huge, thick encyclopedia in front of me. And I'm gonna have my girlfriend shoot at the book, and the book's gonna stop the bullet. Theoretically, oh. it can happen, right? Oh no! <laughs> the- theoretically, it can happen. I guess. Like, like if you get like a 22 <laughs> or a nine millimeter. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh no, so they used they... the desert eagle <laughs> You stupid fuck <fox. laughs> <laughs> So so let me let me explain the story. So Pedro or was his name Pedro? I forget now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it was so
1: Pedro.
0: So Pedro went up to his girlfriend and he's like, Hey, so I have this idea. I I want you to take this desert eagle, because I'm a fucking idiot, and I'm gonna hold this <laughs> book in front of me, you're gonna shoot it, books Bullet's going to stop. He apparently had another encyclopedia that he showed her and was like, see, see, it stopped it. And, uh, you know, she was hesitant. She said, you know, I don't know. This is crazy. And so he, you know, he presented more evidence showing that the, that most likely would stop it and all that. (laughs) Spoilers. It didn't stop it. So, yeah, Pedro his girlfriend uh shot through the book and it ended up the bullet went through the book because it's a fucking 50 caliber handgun and uh it it hit Pedro and uh he died. And so she's being charged with manslaughter. So um it it she apparently, um, Mona Lisa Perez, uh, she used incorrect grammar here, but I'll read the tweet. She said, me and Pedro are probably going to shoot one of the most dangerous videos ever. His idea, not mine. And they they did. They shot it. And um, yeah, now he ended up dead. dying. Yeah, they they shot it and she shot him.
1: And... <laughs> I was hoping you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wanted to be like, yeah, they're going to shoot one of the most dangerous videos ever. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, it says, reuses? Re- Reuse? Re- I don't Ruiz. know. Ruiz. Ruiz. There we go. Told uh, yeah, the aunt. put the letters in the
1: right order there. Ruiz. Naming. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. Reuse. <laughs> <laughs> Reuse. Claudia, um, the aunt said, uh, told W day TV that her nephew told her he wanted to do the stunt because we want more viewers. We want to get famous. Um and so, you know, had, it, she continues says, "Had he told me how th- about the idea uh and I said don't do it, don't do it. Why are you going to use a gun? Why?" Um and then she said they were in love with each o- they were in love with each other. Uh it was just a prank gone wrong. It wasn't a prank. Okay. That's, yeah, that's this not... Is, this
1: isn't a prank. Stop using the wrong words, first of all.
0: Yeah, this is... Yeah, there are... People do stupid stuff online. This was not to a... Views. Yeah. This isn't like taking a shopping cart and, and getting inside of it and having your friend push you down some stairs. Like, yeah, you could get injured doing that, but most likely you're not going to die. This... This is taking a fifty caliber handgun and having somebody pointed at you. Like I, I can ima- Like if I went up to a row and was like, "Okay, I want you to put this apple in your mouth, and I'm gonna take <laughs> this gun. And I'm gonna shoot it at your mouth." I think your your brain would be like, "Yeah, I don't. No, no, I don't want to do that."
1: So, so like, there, there. I want to say it's the first rule of owning a gun or using a gun that, that everybody knows really right is that you only point the gun at something that you intend to kill exactly so so here's another thing
0: why okay obviously these people were teenagers they weren't thinking but where did they get a deagle I don't know. But even if, so even if you and I were teenagers, I would, I would still like to think that when I was a teenager, actually, I know this when I was a teenager and somebody like brought this idea to me, I would have been like, yeah, no, this sounds like a terrible fucking idea. Um, and, and so why not make a video kind of like Mythbusters and say, Hey, we're going to see. If this dead, if if this encyclopedia can stop this desert, desert eagle, and what I would do in in this situation, obviously they can't go back in time, you know, when he was still alive. So, um, but I would say, okay, let's take this encyclopedia and we're going to stand it up, and behind the encyclopedia, we're going to put a watermelon, and so what we're going to do is we're going to fire this this desert eagle at this encyclopedia and see if it goes through the encyclopedia and goes into the watermelon. So that would be a way to A, test your theory, and B, I think this is the most important part, not die.
1: So I do get the idea, like, why they did it the way that they did it. Well, and I that do. was that the, the the fear of death, like, the implication that, oh, this guy could die during the during this video, that's going to bring in more viewers obviously right so the way i i thought of it was that why wouldn't you just fake it that's what i was just, just thinking like you don't have to make it look 100 real just make it convincing yeah put like it's just, just like i i don't know put it like put it on a table or something like that and then just put like a clone like You know, split the split the video and make it to where he it looks like he's standing behind it. But then, you know, it it, you shoot the book, you shoot, you have footage of shooting the book. Then you have footage of him just standing behind the book and you just splice those together for lack of of a better way of explaining it. and It looks like you shot at him with him standing behind the book. But in reality, that didn't happen. So so here's another
0: here's another idea. And I and I know this is gonna sound weird. Why not wear a bulletproof vest? That that too.
1: Like, like if 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 you were insistent on on doing it legit, like at least be safe enough to wear a fucking bulletproof vest.
0: I like, I, I couldn't do it. I would cry. Like if, oh, point- yeah. like if somebody was pointing, like if somebody was pointing a Desert Eagle at me, and I knew that they had the intention to shoot, I would have been like, nope, we can't do can't do the video. I'm I'm gonna fucking pass out here because somebody's pointing yeah. a fucking Desert Eagle at me. Like, yeah,
1: like like this this guy obviously had the I uh, I don't know what a better way to say it stupid mindset yeah. enough to where he was willing to put his life at risk for the sake of YouTube views, which. Uh, like, you, yeah. I hope you realize that YouTube revenue is down across the board, but um, and, and like, I, I like it's it, it's not it's not worth all that, you know. And,
0: and I get it,
1: like, like you know,
0: you what? and me, like the uh, the videos that we have that have the most views are like ten thousand.
1: Yeah. Like, like like we, we definitely get the, the plight here. Yeah. Like it's we are yeah. also sane enough to not go uh yeah, shoot at me for, for the views.
0: Like I thought like I, I've done wrestling videos and stuff and I've thought about um doing stupid shit for my wrestling videos. Like having my friends spear me which would legitimately hurt but also it probably wouldn't kill me so that's that's the difference because you have to take risks that are uh yeah like like minimal risk you minimize the risks so if you're going to you shoot a video like this calculated risks yeah.
1: instead of instead of just like well i mean the bullet didn't go through the book one time
0: yeah, so let's get a different book, same size. Yeah. And so I don't know. For me, this is just it it's it's two teenagers being stupid. Apparently she's pregnant. Um and and so there's a possibility that she could get 10 years in prison for this for manslaughter. Obviously, probably six or seven years with good behavior, but that means she's probably A, going to have the baby either right before or after she goes to prison, and she's not going to see her baby for a few years. I, uh, does it say? And, and, and also that child is never going to know its dad. Because the dad was stupid,
1: um, and, and also see, like this does one. It I, say who's pressing the charges, or is it just like
0: it's it's? I think it's it just, just because you murder somebody. I think the state's just pressing the charges. Okay, yeah, because I mean, obviously, he but, can't press charges. Well, um, I was
1: thinking his family could potentially like. Forgive it or something like that, I would think. But yeah. Maybe not.
0: Uh yeah. Um so so if you're watching this and you're making YouTube videos and stuff and and you think, man, I need to get more viewers. Um don't don't get shot with a desert eagle. That <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe it's a good way to get viewers, but there had to be You'll a-
1: get viewers if you die or if you don't die.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean you could get viewers if you die too. Um <laughs> It just doesn't you'll end, up,
1: you'll end up famous. Yeah. I mean there is that much.
0: Or it see, and, and that's the thing, calculated risks. That's that's the thing I'm get, I'm 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 sitting on here is why not wear a bulletproof vest? <laughs> like oh they got they they were able to get a desert eagle. They had to have had the possibility of getting a bulletproof vest.
1: Right? You know what it was? You know what this was? What? Uh Pedro Pedro talked to a uh, a witch. Oh. And the witch the witch uh told him all right, what uh, to get famous. You got to you got to have your girlfriend uh shoot you. Uh, with with you holding this encyclopedia in front of you for a video. Yeah. And, and then he went, okay, we can, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll be famous. Finally. And then, and then it happened. And then as, as he was shot, then the witch appeared before him and went, you're famous now, Pedro.
0: (laughs) I I guess, I guess he is famous now, huh? So Apparently, it was outside their home as the couple's three-year-old child and 30 onlookers watched.:
1: Yeah, their, their YouTube channel was uh, was the, the About me says something like, the real life of a young couple who happened to be teen parents.
0: Uh, it says he was holding a hardcover encyclopedia in front of his body to try to stop the bullet, which we already discussed, which was fired from about a foot away. Okay,
1: really, guys. It's a Deagle. It's a fucking Deagle. Like the only the only handgun worse than that in in terms of like you know media portrayal is a three fifty seven Magnum. Yeah, but I bet a Deagle is actually more powerful than that because it's a fifty Cal. Probably, but like, but but also also,
0: um, it says it traveled straight through the book and into his chest because no shit, yeah, no fucking shit jesus Christ i thought but I thought it, it was gonna be like ten feet away, so the bullet had a little bit of a chance to slow down, yeah, and if you're gonna do this why not why not try it with with a nine millimeter first? You have yeah. way more luck, um. Surviving a shot with a 9mm then you do a 50 cal. Because that, that'll that punch a hole right through your body. Um, And then another, the last thing is, it might be her saving grace because she's pregnant, so they might show leniency on her. Also, she's stupid, so maybe that will help out. It says that she could get 10 years in prison and or... A twenty thousand dollar fine.
1: So the, she'll probably get get away with a fine. Um, I would think,
0: and 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 community service probably.
1: Sure. I mean i I am definitely of the mindset here that she doesn't deserve to like be punished.
0: Yeah. Well, At it's not it's not like she's well, a hardened criminal.
1: Yeah, it's it, it was very obviously an accident, and it wasn't her idea. Like, we have multiple people saying it wasn't her idea. Right. She doesn't have anything to gain from this. I mean, she's lost the father of her two children. Yeah. Like, the, this is not a good situation for her at all. She's, in, in, in the way that I would see it, is she's already being punished. Like, the, that's lo- losing the person that she's with is is enough, you know, in I'm- my mind.
0: And their channel wasn't doing that bad.
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's like just the the allure of the of the bigger and bigger YouTube monies.
0: Yeah, because like they they obviously they couldn't live off this, but they had sixteen thousand subscribers and two point seven million views. Like they weren't doing terrible.
1: No, that's pretty definitely... good. Sounds like they had a good idea of how to be viral.
0: Well, I mean Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh if it meant dying. But yeah, so don't don't aim at I don't like guns. I think that they're I think they're pointless in in my opinion. The the only thing they're good for is destruction. Yep. So, and I know people, if if anyone's actually listening to this, they're going to be like, well, I like guns. So, weird thing about America is there are more guns in America that, are, that people own than there are people in America, but only about 20 to 30% of people own guns. So that means that each person that has a gun has at least three and a half guns. So that's crazy to me, yeah. Crazy, um, because it's it, a gun for me is just something if you want one, in my opinion, you should have one because it's for the theory is it's for defense, right? So, how many times are you gonna have to defend yourself? Most likely, I... most likely. It's not going to be to the point where you need, you know, three shotguns and like four handguns and you know all of these different rifles. It's going to be to the point where you need one handgun to defend yourself. Yeah, so, and
1: we we could we could go on for a while talking about the nuances of it, but yeah, yeah. in general, I I mostly agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I do think that. There's a need for for guns in America in its current state. But I definitely prefer the, the way that other countries do it where you just don't have guns because why do you need a gun?
0: Yeah, well, and and here's another thing. um, You know, the whole Second Amendment thing, which people always tout, it, it's written in such a way that's very broad. And it also states that it's, it's made for... The Second Amendment states uh, something to the effect of a well-armed militia to rise up against a tyrannical government. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, at least, that made sense way back when. When guns, like, it doesn't matter that they're muskets or whatever. Guns were pretty much the, you know, most advanced form of weaponry we we had. But if we have a tyrannical government and we're trying to rise up against them, um, they have missiles. Like, our guns aren't going to do shit against the government. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, we could take over maybe a town, but if the U.S. military decided to get on it, we're all boned. Like, there's no way we're doing anything. They have chemical weapons. They have missiles. If If it comes down to it, they have nukes like we cannot defend against that with with our puny little desert eagle
1: so and our not military training
0: yeah exactly so uh yeah guns are guns are something that's you know ingrained in America that if we take them away they're taking away our freedom but really uh you know they're allowing us to have guns if we want when if in reality if if the military wanted We'd be pretty hosed. So, that's yeah. my opinion. Uh, but I don't care if people have guns; just don't point them at me. Otherwise, I will probably cry. I I will admit it. I would probably get into a ball and cry and beg you not to shoot me. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's. Where can we find you, Aroha?
1: I'm um, on Twitter at Aroha. I'm on Mixer at Aroha been streaming some some lately
0: we're gonna stream after this uh, podcast
1: yeah and i'm on facebook with the Ro entertainment he's on pornhub at aroa um i don't have a pornhub account i should have one um and then yeah i got the get the Ro entertainment facebook and then satan com that i never update
0: yeah I am Nathan Reton's Ruth. You can find me Reeton everywhere. Um, youtube.com forward slash Reeton. You can find me on Twitter at Reeton. You can find me on Mixer at Reeton. I haven't been streaming to Twitch like at all lately, so I think I'm I'm gonna let that die and kind of just move over to Mixer and hopefully I can gain a, a following there. Uh you can find obviously my website's Rieton Entertainment. You can find the podcast at Reeton Podcast on uh, Omni Studio is where, where it's hosted at, but it also goes over to iTunes at Reton Podcast. So if you search through podcasts, you can find it there, or you can press the link down below and press the subscribe button and post it to any of your iDevices or anything with iTunes on it. If you don't have iTunes and you would prefer to use Google, you can press the little link below and find the Google link for my podcast and press subscribe there with either one of those solutions that will download automatically every Sunday when the podcast is updated and you will be able to listen to our lovely voices talking about teenagers shooting each other because they're fucking idiots um thanks for being here Roa
1: no problem albeit late (laughs) my voice has gone from just woke up to Somewhat normal now, at least. Oh,
0: that's good. That's good. And I will talk to you. Well, I'll continue to talk to you because we're going to play games. But next week, we'll be back. Bye. Bye.